0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Metal Gladiator podcast. My name is Ian Sivane. I am the Metal Gladiator. I'm joined here by a special guest. Introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Nathaniel from Film and Thespian on YouTube.
0: Indeed. <laughs> his link will be in the description as as well as his uh, Twitch channel because he's got a twitch as well so i
1: do i do have twitch and i stream sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> once in a blue moon
1: Yeah. so well i have a new game that i'm really wanting to play so i'm probably gonna do it weekly oh cool yeah hopefully Ooh. if i can find the time to do it <laughs> that'll
0: be nice so uh the plan today well since uh nathaniel is the guest and he got to pick the uh layout of this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and let him go through what we're doing.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to talk about uh, Dream Theater's mo- most recent album, Distance Over Time, and then we're going to go through Twenty One Pilots' uh, discography, excluding, um, can't remember the name of it but it's out of print because of the label they signed or something
0: regional um, at best i think
1: regional best yeah yes. we're excluding that because it's technically because it's out of print but so we're not really counting it <laughs> yeah um and then we're going uh through our top 10 list of 21 pilots song
0: all right in for a treat this is going to be a special podcast well, they're all special. So, Distance Over Time by Dream Theater. Yeah. This album was released 2019, wasn't it? I believe I so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, I didn't know about it at all until I went home for Christmas. And uh, I think it was Christmas. I went home at some point And I was hanging out with some friends at the mall. And we went to FYE and I just saw it sitting there on the shelf and I was like, What? Dream Theater released a new album? <laughs> and yeah. I bought it immediately.
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah. I actually remember it was 2019 because that's when I took a trip, the summer trip down there and I was showing you guys, you and Ben, the uh single from it, Untethered Angel. Yeah. So that was twenty nineteen. About a year ago now. So uh this album is i wouldn't say different like it's still dream theater it's obviously dream theater it's got dream theater written all over it figuratively in literature but like um yeah
1: but they're 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 like sound is a little it's a little different from what yeah sounds like like it sounds more like classic classic metal i guess rather than like well, when I say classic metal, I mean, like, metal from the 80s.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: rather than uh, more power metal-y. Yeah. But it it still has some of that, like, yeah, like you said, it's very, uh, it's still got Dream Theater written all over it. It's still very Dream Theater.
0: Yeah. I gotta say, I was pretty impressed with the production of the album. I thought it was uh, well put together. And apparently they did something with the symbols uh, for the drums of how they were like recorded in like a different room or something. I'm not entirely sure with the That's specifics cute. on that. But it was like, it, from what I can tell, it was almost like the regular drums were just recorded and then the symbols were almost recorded like separately, but they still kind of like put them together. And I mean, not to the point that it's like, oh, being can actually play this because they got like, like six cymbals going at once, and you got like five drums going at once. It wasn't anything <laughs> like that. Although there was one point, I can't even remember what song it was, but there was one point that had like a little hi-hat in there and i'm just like i don't oh it wasn't a hi-hat it was something else and i'm just like thinking okay i i'd like to see video footage of that because i don't think mike mangini could actually play that i don't think any drummer could actually play that but it was like <laughs> split second and i'm just like that's iffy that's very iffy <laughs> But production-wise, that was like the only thing that was like a flaw with it. But other than that, the production was fantastic, I think.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's definitely, it's very clean-sounding. I liked it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the opening track, or the single from the album, Untethered Angel. I Um, really enjoyed this album when it first came out.
1: I really enjoyed this song. But like it's probably probably my top I can't I really can't decide if it's my favorite or like my second favorite. Uh but it's definitely one of the best songs on the album. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got a like, it's, it's very well crafted, mm-hmm. I think um, it has a great intro, the intro really stuck with me of how like the uh, the chords, the arpeggios of the chords, you know, at the beginning and then it goes into that heavy riff that just like hits you in the face, you know, yeah. that, that riff's awesome, it, it's a blast to play. But, um, honestly, I'm not, like, dissing the uh, bridge or, like, the solo section, but I honestly kind of thought it was the most lacklustre part of the song. It's still very good. Like, it still fit. I didn't think any part of the song was, you know, like, the song is good as a whole. But I just kind of felt like it started... Like, after the second chorus, it was kind of started to get, like, almost, like, lackluster. or just kind of, like, started to uninterest me or something. It's
1: kind of repetitive.
0: Yeah. You say that, but I, I, I don't know. I think just this album in general, I wasn't, like... I wouldn't say impressed, because I'm definitely impressed by pretty much every time John Petrucci picks up the guitar. But like, I wasn't intrigued with uh, the solo walk on this album. It was kind of like, especially when you compare it to other Dream Theater walk or just John Petrucci. Yeah. I don't know, like it still felt like John Petrucci. I mean, he's, he's always writing really good solos. There's just something about this album that, I don't know, it might have just been a bit, it might have just felt a little out of place with me because of how much he used the um the bottom string of like the seven st- string guitar and stuff, because he pretty much used that constantly, which I mean, he kind of does anyway, but like, it was just like always so heavy and shuggy with the album. That the solos just felt so high, and it was just kind of like, ooh, that's, mm, that, that's probably what kind of threw me off a little bit with the album. And why I'm not too crazy about the solo sections. But they were still very good.
1: Yeah. Um, I really like this album. I think, I mean compared to Dream Theater's other stuff, it's, I feel like it's almost incomparable just because like the music's, the music style's different. And it's just, it feels like a different, it feels different from their other work because this is another one where it's like, I know they've done this in the past where like every song is like a regular length song for like a metal song like so like five minutes yeah six minutes so it's but like it's also one of their shortest albums compared uh with because like uh silver black cloud and silver linings has six songs and it's an hour, an hour long and
0: so that takes more than an hour long it's like 90 minutes <laughs> yeah it's, it's really a
1: long know. long <laughs> uh yeah. but it's and i got six songs but this one is like 10 songs and it's shorter i think
0: <laughs> oh yeah so it's definitely I'm, shorter
1: yeah no 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 it's shorter because uh, i can it takes me about uh my um my car uh lost its um ability to oh no what happened was I switched from an iPhone 6s to an iPhone 8 Plus, so like now, so then I had. Um, so what happened in between those two phones is that uh, I could plug an aux cord into my iPhone six, uh, 6s, but then when they transitioned it, at some point in between there, they made it to where like. Uh, you can only listen to your music, your headphone jack and your uh, um, charging port were the exact same thing. So you couldn't listen to music and charge a phone at the same time unless you had an adapter. So I couldn't plug my uh, my aux cord into it for a long time. Uh, No, not a long time for just, just a few days because I had to order one of the adapters to listen to it and charge my phone at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so during that time, I listened to, I almost said Untethered Angel, uh, Distance Over Time, because I have the album. Uh, I just listened to that in my car and I work for delivery food, uh, delivery I deliver pizza for Pop Jones. So, uh, I was just listening to that. And I could listen to that album in like, uh, roughly five or six times a day, depending on how busy we were. And then, <laughs> and then I just was like, okay, after, after you listen to it five or six times a day, you're like, all right, I need to listen to something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I switched over to uh, Black Clouds and Silver Linings also to kind of gauge how much longer I had at work because I was like, okay, this, this album is about an hour long. So when I finish it, I've been driving for at least an hour. Yeah. Um, so I switched over to that and I could only get through it like twice, maybe, depending on how busy we were. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, that's quite the story. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's, that's like the difference there. Yeah. Like uh, distance over time, I think barely makes the hour mark. Just barely. I think it's like an hour. It might be like a minute over an hour, but it's like it barely makes it. Yeah, and that might that might actually be, I might actually be um, pushing it, including the uh, bonus track on there too. That's so true. it might that's not true. even make an hour. So yeah. Um, I do I do want to say something. So ever since uh, Mike Poitoy left, the drums have been kind of lackluster. This isn't saying anything bad about Mike Mangini. He's an amazing drummer. He just doesn't have the life that Mike Pointnoy has. And when you've got this band that has the same drummer since the beginning for so long, it's something like that's just easily gonna show. Yeah. But I still, the album right after he left, the first album with Mike Mangini, I still really liked. But I will say that Distance Over Time is Mike Mangini's best performance with Dream Theater i yeah. love the drums on this album yeah they, they were fantastic I remember,
1: I remember you saying that you didn't the drums weren't as good after mike and we left so when i got this album i was like specifically listening for the drums so i'm like these drums are really good yeah i feel i don't know <laughs> maybe it's just mine and Ian's different opinions but i, yeah. I really like these drums
0: <laughs> yeah I mean he's it, the the album right after i think it's called a uh, a dramatic tone of events he did really good on that album but then the album after that i think it was like the self-titled album uh, i don't know i wasn't a fan of that album honestly and i still haven't heard the entire thing of the uh the astonishing but the little i've heard he it, I, pretty good i
1: have heard i i went, i did go i think there was one point where i was trying to listen to all their albums which is a, a task. <laughs> um, so I went and listened to all of the astonishing. That's the one with like the Dream Theater logo on the silver ball and just like sky. Yeah,
0: the, the like, their longest album by far it was like two hours yeah. and eleven minutes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and but what's funny is that most of their songs are like normal length.
0: Yeah, no. Some, some songs okay, were like 30 my, seconds my, in that. There's
1: just a lot of songs on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I did listen to that one, and I I actually really liked that one a lot. Like, I wasn't sure if I was going to because uh, Mike Portnoy left, and just kind of, I was kind of disappointed that all their songs were like regular lengths, and I was like, oh, okay. But I went and listen to it, and I was like, This is a
0: really good album, too. Yeah. But yeah, I... Yeah, like I said earlier, just that one part that I was talking about that's kind of iffy with the drums, with the one cymbal there, but that didn't last very long, so, I mean, the drums were fantastic. You know, I, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. But yeah, you can definitely tell... The difference in style when you listen to mike Portnoy and mike mangini yeah so that's just that's just the thing that took me so long to kind of like i guess kind of accept mike mangini as the drummer of dream theater because again like mike Portnoy was there for so long and he has such a unique style like no one can match his kind of style and it's just like, okay, you got a different drummer, and it just feels, like, so different that it just almost sucks, almost, you know? Yeah. It's not like, it's like, okay, I know this isn't bad, but it just sounds bad because of the style nah. that I'm used to. Yeah.
2: That's
0: like, um, to give an example, that's like, um I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, like uh, Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. He's been the single since the beginning. Imagine uh, some random opera single started singing for Megadeth on the new album. It'd sound retarded. <laughs> like, that's the kind of feeling that I had with Mike Mangini at the very beginning because he was just so used to the one, you know? That's the yeah. best example I could come up with. Not that I think an opera single would ever be able to sing megadeth like dave mustaine does i would never accept that but you know just
1: so they obviously can sing well it's just like yeah weird for that type of genre and that type of it's just weird yeah it's
0: i fun. i i definitely don't think dave mustaine is a good vocalist by any means but his voice fits megadeth perfectly yeah so yeah back to central started talking about vocals let's talk about vocals on this album
1: i i love his vocals they're so good like i every time i listen to a dream theater anything and like i don't know his vocals just hit me just the right way every single time and i love it yeah <laughs> i I would actually say that this is one of the throughout the entire album this is one of his best some of his best vocal work because well
2: yeah
1: I mean because uh he does do a lot of like high singing which uh, I don't I feel like it's not technically falsetto so, and that's just impressive that he can go that high without switching into full setup, uh, <laughs> um, and that's like one th- one thing that I'm just like impressed by is that he can go because he he's got not got he doesn't have like a low voice, but like he sings a lot lower in uh, Black Cloud and Silver Linings for most of it. Uh, he doesn't go super high very often. Um, yeah but in this one he's like singing up there like most of the time and uh i, I mean, it's just impressive to me that he can do that
0: <laughs> yeah um the vocals james Libri has always been the uh big argument with the dream theater fan base a lot of people don't like him I don't know if you followed this, but it's like a huge division with the fan base about his vocals. I uh, can understand
1: why. Yeah. Like, it's one of those voices that I can hear why someone wouldn't really like it. But personally, I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I can definitely see both sides. I personally enjoy his vocals a lot. I think they fit Dream Theater very well. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> he's, a, he's a lot better than the false vocalist. Oh my God. gosh. The false the Dream Theater album was... I... That's have, a treat to listen to. <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> yeah. Um, with but
1: a, I, I, I feel like I can say <laughs> kind of the same thing about uh, Tyler Joseph from 21 Pilots and uh, this is going to be kind of out there. A lot of people watching probably won't even know who i'm talking about uh trevor rank from thousand foot crutch i feel like he's another voice that i can hear why someone wouldn't like his vocals but yeah I personally love it.
0: yeah like trevor's vocals was one that had to grow on me mostly because at first i was not a fan but they it, it definitely grew on me yeah. so i mean in some ways james louis vocals are they might just grow on people, but sometimes yeah. it just doesn't. People just don't like it. But his vocal performance on this album, I would have to say, I mean, I think they're very good Um, after the, uh, I guess in this era, the non-Mike Portnoy era, I guess we could call it i wouldn't say it's the best i i actually prefer his vocal performance on a dramatic tone of events but they're still really good and how do i explain this i I wouldn't i don't know what i'm trying to say right now um it's kind of negative in a way but like i I want to make it clear that I really enjoyed his vocal performance in this album. But I kind of feel like he was staying safe with it. Like he was staying on the same kind of pitch throughout the album. Well, in other albums, he can kind of like... Yeah. Like he's been able to like change and stuff. Like go high and then do like some lows. You know, I I kind of wanted to...
1: I can kind of see that because he wasn't switching a lot. Like he would be in both, yeah. but he wouldn't switch over a lot. He was staying in like really, really high or like kind of just in a regular yeah. place. It's like just kind of normal, like speaking tone level. I, I don't know what he sounds like when he speaks, but <laughs> yeah. basically yeah, he, just he- like, the most comfortable place you can be when you're singing. Like, yeah, I, there's probably a term for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I did, I do kind of feel like the, really the only negative thing I can say about his vocal performance, even though I really, really enjoyed it was he kind of played it safe. I, I would say, I think that's the best kind of term I could use is he just kind of played it safe, which, I mean, I don't, I can't say anything bad about because, I mean, the dude is yeah. getting pretty old. I mean, all these guys are getting in, like, their 50s, so, I mean... That's true. Stuff like the voice is definitely going to start changing. Yeah. You know, you could just look at Bruce Dickinson's voice from Iron Maiden, like... There's no way he can sing like he used to. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he still he can still sing.
1: <laughs> right.
0: But, um... Yeah, uh, I'd say James Labrie sounds like a model when he's talking in like interviews and stuff he sounds like a model that's the best way I can put it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's literally the best I got so um, guitar we kind of touched on guitar a little bit but um of course I was talking about his solos there Um. Honestly, the guitar walk, especially the riffs, kind of give me the impression that John Petrucci just got his first seven-string guitar and he wants to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much all the riffs just kind of gave me that impression. Not that it's a bad thing, it's just kind of like, yeah, you're using a seven-string guitar. I get it. No offense, to John Petrucci. Seven strings are awesome. I recently got one, so they're, they're awesome. But yeah, I, I, I personally would have liked a bit more diversity on the guitar. But the performance, performance wise, I mean, it's John Petrucci. So I mean, it's it's just yeah, yeah it's John Petrucci. <laughs> that, that's what I would say. It's John Petrucci. <laughs> Although, I think in terms of guitar, we can take distance over time and move it down to whatever album he started 7-string on and there would be no difference in the discography. (laughs) Okay, joking aside though, great guitar work. The only thing that really bothered me was just kind of like the solo stuff. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> your, th- your thoughts on the guitar. Uh,
1: I don't know all about like tech technical stuff. Uh, people who know me know that I focus a lot on vocals and uh, lyrics. That's like I guess where I can talk about, and a lot most of the stuff that I focus on when I'm listening to music. Uh, but. Um, I, I really enjoyed, uh, everything that, I just, I don't know, I just really enjoyed pretty much every aspect of, of it. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say that it's my, up in like my top three or four, maybe not even five Dream Theater albums. Uh, But I just, I I don't know. I really enjoyed everything about the album. Um, There's one song. I can't remember the name. can't remember which song it is, but it's stuck in my head right now. Uh, The solo in that is really good because it's not, it's not like a, like a, I said solo, but it's not solo. (laughs) It's (laughs) a, it's like a, Musical bridge, I guess, is probably what it is. Okay, um, but it's got a bunch of strings. It's got a guitar. I'm pretty sure there's violin in it, and it's also got some vocals along with it. And it's,
0: oh,
1: oh, it's good. Fine, I can't. Man. Um, hold on, let me.
0: Oh, jeez, I can't even. I was, I was gonna. Okay, I was just gonna say like, let me try to. I'm gonna pick one song and see if I, it's the right song, but I can't even. Now I'm thinking, I can't even think of violin. Was it, a It's on
1: the list, so I can get pair of
0: Blue Dot, maybe? Maybe? What was the other one? Because, like, the last two, not including the bonus track, the last two were, like, the longest songs on the album, and they were the ones that definitely impressed me the most. It was Pear Blue... Du- Pale blue dot, and now I'm drawing a blank on the name of the other one. I think it was only like one word. I'm
1: pulling up,
0: uh, pulling up right now. Okay, cool. But yeah, I'll also say that, uh, the base was excellent. Uh, Jeanne is amazing and uh keyboard was fantastic as well yes i almost feel like jordan rudis is always doing something Uh, new with keyboard what did you say out of reach out of reach oh that that makes much more sense okay yeah what was the song before that out of reach
1: at Wits End. At Wits End.
0: That's nine minutes long. Okay, At Wits End and Pearl Blue Dot are my favorite songs on this album. They were the ones that impressed me the most. So, um, as I was saying, uh, Jordan Rudis is always... It seems like he's always doing something new with the keyboard and all of the stuff that he does. I mean, pair Do, Blue Dot intro is probably the best example of this, of him always doing something new. It's just great. He's amazing. I, I would say that he is the best. He's been the best Dream Theater keyboardist. Because he came in at like 2002 or something. Was it, was it, the thing you were thinking of, is, was it still out of reach though? Or? Mm-hmm
1: maybe i was just kind of skipping through so i might have skipped yeah
0: i feel like that probably was the song because i can't remember violin in the album at all really but like that was kind of like the slow one of it the um album so i kind of feel like that might have been the one
1: it was kind of like yeah but it's all like all playing like kind of the same thing so some of some of the different, um, some of the different, like, uh, instruments and stuff, you kind of can't hear super well just because, uh, everything's just so working in time yeah. and, yeah, just perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Had, like, the, uh, orchestra kind of vibe to it. The... Yeah. Orchestra effect. Yeah. So, talked about a lot of positives and a little bit of negatives. Well, I I did, you know. So, uh, I'm going to talk about something that's extremely negative.
2: Okay.
0: A specific song that I think is possibly the worst stream theater song ever. And I honestly find this song to be laughable, and I literally rolled my eyes at the intro riff to it. I want to see if you can... What's your first guess at this song?
1: My first guess is uh, Viper King. Wrong.
0: Rue okay. 137. I did not like this song. It's, I can't
1: think of what that song is. It... W-
0: it... The, the riff and just the way the vocal style was and everything, it just reminded me of Marlon Manson, and I do not like Marlon Manson at all. That's one of the main reasons, but it, it just it didn't feel like Dream Theater to me. I don't know what it was. I, room 137. I don't know what's inside I, that room, but Dream Theater never needs to open that door again.
1: <laughs> I literally cannot think of that song at all so i probably it's probably just a forgettable song for me because like yeah. i don't think any of the songs on there are like laughably bad or okay bad. um but the, i think there there's always been like one maybe two songs that i'm just like eh yeah eh.
0: so that's probably one of them you've heard the beautiful people by molly manson right maybe Maybe not. Maybe if I heard that, okay. I wouldn't okay. Know. That's what the riff in one, room 137 reminded me of. So, but yeah, that. Mm. As soon as I heard that riff, I have never rolled my eyes to a Dream Theater song in my life until that moment. Wow. I rolled my eyes and I was thinking, what is this? Dream Theater, how can you disappoint me so much? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I was... I, honestly, I hate this song. I honestly do. I've never thought that I'd actually say that I hate a Dream Theater song. Wow.
1: <laughs> I, I've had one of those I'm sorry? It's, it's an awesome crush song that I listened to and I was like, I, I hate this song. I hate it. I actually hate it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my favorite band ever. Yeah, I never thought I would ever say that I hate a Thousand for Crutch song, but there is one song that I just I don't like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my uh, favorite band has an entire album that I do not like whatsoever. That's a uh, super collidal by Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Since you mentioned the bonus track, let's talk about the bonus track. Now that we've got bad song out of the way yeah room 137 dream theater never open the door to that room again
1: (laughs) don't go in that room
0: (laughs) don't go in that room (laughs) for the love of god don't (laughs) don't try to sound like marlon manson he sucks he's terrible artist period okay viper king yeah (laughs) yeah i almost said i don't know why i almost said like viper booth or something <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, Five poor King, the bonus track. Um, what are your thoughts on this song?
1: I, I when I first heard it, I really, really liked it, and it became, I think, I, for a while, it was my favorite song on the album. Hmm. But after I listened to it a bunch because I really liked it, it kind of fell out of that. And here's kind of like my thing. I When I first heard it, I was like, ooh, this kind of sounds kind of like 80s rock or whatever. It kind of reminds me of uh, Greta Van Fleet, which is not an 80s band, but they have like an 80s yeah. feel to them. Um, So I sent it to uh, my brother, Ben, and he said, yes, it sounds exactly like Greta Van Fleet. And I was like, yeah. Um, But here's kind of my thing. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Uh,
0: Yeah, you might get some hate for uh, comparing a Dream Theater song to Greta Van Fleet, which Uh, rips off Led Zeppelin.
1: (laughs) Maybe. We'll we'll see. Uh, Right. But I am not the biggest fan of 80s music. Sue me. <laughs> uh, wow. So like and like I like there's there's a lot of 80s music that I like, but I can only listen to it in like small doses. because yeah. like I, I get this weird just kind of feeling after I listen to 80s music for like over like two or three hours. After If I'm listening to constant 80s music for, like, over two or three hours, it just starts wearing me down. I'm like, okay, I need to listen to something else. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. It, I, there's just kind of this, all 80s music kind of has the same sound. Like, I'm not saying that, that it all sounds the same. There's just kind of like, yeah. I don't know if it's the production or if they were, like, really into synth. So, maybe it's the synth part of it, but there's just like this specific sound that I'm just yeah. like, oh, I need to listen to something else because everything has this. Um, and that's what that, that's what Vibra King has. It has kind of the same thing. So, like, it, I really, really liked it when I first heard it, and then I listened to it a lot. I'm like, okay, uh, I kind of not. Eh. <laughs> yeah. I still really like it. And I still really enjoy it, but it's not like the first thing I go to anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can, I can kind of understand where you're coming from with the 80s music. Although, w- w- my full slot when I when your 80s music is more like the 80s thrash, which is kind of different, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. But, like, I've definitely kind of. I understand where you're coming from with that. So, uh,. My thoughts on Viper King... It wasn't that great. Uh, I can't say I enjoyed it all that much. I'm kind of... Like, the one reason I I wouldn't put the album Distance Over Time in like a... I might put it in the top 10 for Dream Theater as maybe number 10 or 9, but... It barely makes it, honestly. Um, And the reason for that is, you know, Dream Theater's been around since like 83 or 85 or something. Their first album, I think, came out in 85.
1: Weren't they a different, didn't they have a different band title at first? Yeah,
0: they were originally called Majesty.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So that's where the, the Dream Theater logo comes from, is like that the original band name, Majesty.
1: Gotcha. I always wondered why it had an M in it. I'm like, M's at the end of Dream, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it, this album is like, It. I mean, it, it's really good, but the thing that makes it kind of lackluster or just not really impressive in dream theater tomes was it just it's the most recent album in 2019 for a band who's been around since the 80s and it just feels like you've heard it before i'm not going to say like it's oh it's just the same three theaters doing the same there are interesting aspects like it's just familiar it's just like mm, yeah it's Dream Theater. I've heard this before. They're not really trying to experiment, but then you get to the bonus track, and
1: it—it's <laughs>
0: signed. its <laughs> when I first heard it, I'm like, okay, they're they're actually doing what I kind of want them to do—is they like experiment. I mean, that's kind of like the whole point of prog music is, is very experimental and then i'm just like i kind of feel like this experiment is going in the wrong direction because <laughs> it just sounds i don't know it doesn't sound It doesn't sound off in the same way of like changing time signatures constantly can it just seems like I don't know. I'll, I'll say this as like my final thoughts on Viper King. It sounds like a very very trihard introduction to like prog metal. You know. Yeah. And it just left a bad flavor in my mouth. <laughs> yes, I eat albums when I buy them. No. <laughs> and
1: when I got to the end, it was, Yeah. Well, it has a weird aftertaste.
0: <laughs> yeah, Distance Over Time is a pretty solid album, and then it, you get to Fight Booking, and it's just like, Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that's like, it's one of those songs that you stay silent over, not because it's like, oh, I gotta be quiet and like really listen to this because i enjoy it it's like you stay silent over it because you're just like thinking one what is this in two why in three what is this
1: <laughs> what is this
0: <laughs> it's just like it's one of those thinking modes that you're just like this? doing this you know and you're just like He's um, just like Am I supposed to like this? Am I supposed to hate it? It's one of those kind of What's moments of Yeah But I mean I gotta give him props for trying I mean That kind of what this song is Is just trying It sounds like it's trying It's trying to try I get. I don't know <laughs> Yeah So I mean I can at least give props to Dream Theater for kind of getting outside of their comfort zone, but I would prefer if they actually did with an entire album. Yeah. Not that, like, any of their previous albums didn't sound like Dream Theater. It just sounded more experimental. Yeah. So. um, Honestly, that's... Pretty much all I've got to say about Distance over time by Dream Theater. Yes, yeah, same. So, on a score from one to ten, what would you rate "Distance Over Time" by Dream Theater?
1: I would probably give it a seven out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't think there's any songs on there that are like really bad i think there are a couple forgettable songs on it uh kind of it's not really it's not their worst i haven't listened to all of dream theater so i don't know what their worst is um but it's it's different and i like it but I kind of like their other stuff better. <laughs> yeah, their other a little bit better.
0: This <laughs> this this album is very shuggy, especially with guitar. It's a very shuggy album. Shug shug, shug 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 shug. shug. You know, lowest string
2: shug shug shug.
0: It's very shuggy. So, <clears throat> taking in all that I've said about the album, I would give it a 6 out of 10 but I would give it a 6 leaning more towards a 7 than a 5 if that makes sense yeah cause I can't I'm not gonna the parts that I do enjoy when when I'm listening to it and I'm really getting into it I'm like oh this is definitely a solid 7 but then I think about you know the room 137 and I'm like mm mmm I can't give it a seven. I just can't. So yeah, six out of ten for distance over time by Dream Theater. Now we are going to talk about twenty-one pilots. So Nathaniel. Question.
1: Yes. Answer.
0: In the form of like a top ten favorite bands for you mostly because i i won't put 21 pilots in my top 10 because i'm just a huge metalhead but what would where would 21 pilots be because you you you're a huge fan of this band so i'm just a little curious this as...
1: okay this is a, this is gonna sound really strange okay it's they're tied with dream theater <laughs> okay for for different for very different reasons obviously because they're two very (laughs) different genres obviously yeah i think i think uh, tyler joseph is a master at uh lyrics and writing basically just poetry for a song and i i that's probably my favorite thing about uh 21 pilots is they're just the lyrics are for every single song every single song i think probably my least even like my least favorite songs by them i still really enjoy the lyrics yeah Uh, but and where dream theater oh there's just everything that they do everything is just good it's gold and i don't mean like like albums or songs i mean just like just the instruments everyone yeah whoever everyone in the band just is a master at their craft so like whatever whatever they work on is just amazing so like yeah And they're two very different genres, so it's kind of- that's why I like have a hard time putting one above the other is just because I'm like, they're so different, how can I I choose?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's like, you you make a video and it's like, okay, let's say, um, Megadeth versus Metallica or Iron Maiden versus Judas Priest, like, yeah, those are typical, you're never gonna see a video called 21 Pilots versus Dream Theater. (laughs) What does
1: Twenty One Pilots do better than Dream Theater?
0: It's like it's, it's like two very comes down to, Yeah, it's like it just comes down to personal preference. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, you can't be like. I mean, I I think that uh, uh, you know, the Backyardigans is a much better show than. Breaking Bad. Obviously. Because they're t- two completely different things. One's a kids show and one's for a mature audience. A <laughs> yeah, and it's like. Because one's a cartoon, and I like cartoons better than live
1: action. So yeah. Yep. Like,
0: oh, let's do a video about Mickey Mouse and Jon Snow. Let's compare Mickey Mouse with Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, but, uh, what? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: so I, I guess
1: what, did I say I I feel like I said it's tied with Dream Theater, but I don't think I said at what spot did I? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't
0: think you did actually. Uh, what spot? Yeah,
1: tied for second. They're like mm. right behind a Thousand Foot Crutch.
0: Okay, yeah, I kind of figured they would be like second or thought. Yeah, with you, you know. Um, so I've got to say something about Twenty One Pilots. I was honestly quite excited when you picked them. For one huge reason. Um, back when Blurry Face came out, it was a huge hit. Everybody liked it, everybody played it.
1: And, and it got. We were filming Death Arena, the first one, I think. We were like, I think. think the film thing. And we, when William was driving us around, yeah. we were, to blurry face and ben was like in the back seat of yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's but... like
1: that's probably one of my like biggest memories of blurry face was just that ben like it took me a while to get into 21 pilots which is weird because now they're like one of my favorite bands but yeah um, but ben was like Immediately was like, "I love this band. This is they're so good," <laughs> and yeah. just started like listening to them all the time. It was like rocking out to it while we were uh, filming um, Death Arena.
0: Yep. So, because of that, I honestly have to say it started becoming extremely repetitive and annoying to me. The album face, so I kind of just got to the point that I was like, I hate this band. I don't want to listen to them. I don't care about them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then it just kind of started dying out. I haven't listened to them and stuff. And then you, of course, I invited you on to the podcast. And then you picked 21 Pius. So I'm like, okay. It actually, surprisingly, I actually became excited about it. I was like, can I can actually give this band a second chance. And honestly, I'm so glad I did. Good. it's yes i was
1: honestly kind of scared to see what you're gonna say because i know <laughs> this type of music isn't yeah it's got some like rock and stuff in there but it's still rap and still kind of hip-hoppy so i was like i don't know what ian's gonna think about 21 pilots because of just the genre yeah what it is so there's i feel like there are going to be some songs that are like heavily hip hop that you're going to be eh about, um, and then just I, I don't know. I really didn't know what yeah action was going to be. So I'm, so yeah,
0: um, um, I uh, I'm just joking, Nathaniel. This band sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay. Let, let's go into it. So w- w- I was I was kind of smart. I'm like, okay, bluey face was the album that really just made me just not like the band, so I'm going to listen to the other stuff first. So I did that, I, you know, I listened to, uh, I can't remember what the first album I listened to was. I I, I can't remember uh, if it was Trench or it was actually their first album. I can't remember.
1: Their first album is, uh, I I think it, it's just 20 Pilots. Their yeah. I can't remember second.
0: what I listened to first.
1: Yeah. their second is Vessel, and Vessel just has both The band's uh grandparents on
0: it yeah i remember you telling me about that
1: yeah and then their most recent one was trench
0: yeah so i listened to pretty much all three of those albums then i went back to blurry face and i honestly i don't know what it is about blurry face that i just don't really like i just can't get into the album I, i i'm to the point that i don't think it's a bad album there are a couple songs that I really like. I really like Heavy Duty Soul. Honestly, back then, like that was yeah. a song that I really liked. Anyway, like Heavy Duty Soul was, but when when I hated Twenty One Pilots, Heavy Dory Soul was a, a good song to me. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> just just the speed of it, you know. I'm not. Yeah. Again, I'm not crazy about hip hop, like rap in general. But I I, I just really like that song, and uh. I think, Doubt, Doubt was, I think, yeah, but like now, probably my favorite songs are like, Heavy Dory Soul, uh, Lane Boy, and Doubt. Really, those are the only three songs on the Face" record that I actually truly enjoy. The other one's just, I don't know what it is about this album.
1: You know, I... I'm kind of with you on that. I think, I don't think it's a bad album. I still really enjoy listening to it, but it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's weird. And I think part of it is just because it blew up and you just, after like, after something blows up, it's sometimes like, this is kind of out of the blue, but like Frozen. Like it's not a bad film, but because people blew it up, like immediately yeah. came out, it's kind of hard to enjoy now because everyone just blew it up. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, blurry face is kind of the same way for me. I it's think like overhyped. I, enjoy, I really enjoy their other three albums more than blurry face. So I yeah. still really enjoy blurry face, and I think it has some solid songs on it. But it's just. It's
0: not my favorite album by them. Yeah. I, I honestly have to say that Stress Out is still a song that I just cannot listen to. Just because I just don't like it and stuff. It's... Yeah, I don't know. It's not as bad as... uh, I might get some hate for this one. Possibly from you. But uh, my least favorite song by... 21 pilots is actually not on bluey face it's uh um, heathens i
1: okay
0: i do not like uh, this song i do not like heathens at all
1: did you were you uh, among the group among the group of people who really liked it at first and then it just got overplayed or did you just never really care?
0: About I honestly that? have to say that I, I don't remember a time that I actually enjoyed this song.
1: Because Heathens, a lot of people say this about Heathens and Stressed Out. And I can agree with it on Heathens, not with Stressed Out. Uh, it got played, it was playing everywhere when it first came out. It was on the radio, oh, yeah. it was in stores, Yeah. You literally could not get away from it. And... Uh, I When it first came out, I loved it. I thought it was one of their best songs. Um, and then it kept being played and, played and 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 played. And it took me a little bit longer to get tired of it than other people, but eventually I did get tired of it. And now I just don't really like it. It's one of my least favorite songs. Yeah. Just because it got overplayed.
0: Yeah, overplayness is a sad factor to include in yeah. some ways, you know.
1: Yeah, and um, a lot of people can a lot of people say that about stressed out too, because stressed out was one of the most popular songs on Blurry Face and got played yeah. a lot. But during that time, I wasn't around radio and stuff as much, and I didn't I didn't hear it outside of just me wanting to listen to it uh, that much so it didn't it didn't get overplayed for me like I still really enjoy that song.
0: yeah I mean I I would definitely prefer I definitely prefer stressed out over heathens I think it's a honestly I would say that it is a much better song. Just, in general, when you take in everything, like, lyrics, beat, everything, you know. Yeah. But, I would say Stress Out would be a song that I, at a point, I did enjoy. And then it just kind of got overplayed. But Heathens, on the other hand, I just never liked. Yeah. So, but I could definitely understand, though, overplayed. Because, yeah, I walked in a mall when it came out, so... Um, I, yeah. I yeah i literally cannot go anywhere in that mall without hearing that song at least one day
1: yeah you probably heard it you probably heard it at least five or six times a day <laughs> yeah
0: i i feel sorry for all the retail vocals that have to listen to songs all the time especially during christmas time oh my gosh it's poor souls
1: <laughs> i love christmas music but i i'm still one of those people who's like i can only listen to christmas music for a limited amount of time before I get to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's the same with, like, 80s music. Not not that they're, like, similar. It's just, like, the same thing where, like, you listen to it for a little bit and you're like, okay, I need to switch to something else because my brain is mush now.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I think we kind of got Bluey Face out of the way, which I, could, I really wanted to talk about force just to kind I, of get uh, it done
1: i feel like i have a few things that i want to say about blurry face go ahead uh, I, so
0: anyway no i'm just
1: kidding <laughs> most of the uh, um like like i said it's not one of my favorite albums i still think there's a lot of good stuff on it um i also one thing that i really really like about blurry face mm-hmm. is the um is kind of the message behind it that I think is re- was really well done. Uh, in the very first song, uh, "Heavy Dirty Soul," uh, the bridge—I don't. It's not the bridge, is it? In the chorus, I don't remember. <laughs> but there's a uh, a song lyric in there that says, "My name's Blurry Face, and I care what you think." Um, so kind of like Listen's stressed out the, oh yeah that is stressed out what am i saying talking about?
0: <laughs> i thought you were <laughs> gonna start talking about the death is a dog rabbit thing yeah <laughs> no that's um, not stressed out
1: yeah that isn't stressed out so second second song off the album. yeah um uh, there he's it kind of introduces you to the character blurry face who um i watched a few interviews with um Tyler Joseph and he talked about how blurry face is basically his like he created a character based off of his like insecurities and stuff um and in the music videos and at the concerts when blurry face had just come out he had painted his neck and his hands black to like represent like he feels like stuff that he says and does or just holding him back or whatever or something like that and like blurry face comes up like at least once or twice in each song and uh if not spoke if not like talked about he's uh represented by the like deep deep voice that's blurry face um and then at the end in the last song, uh, "Goner," he kind of like beats Blurry Face, or kind of like pushes, puts him away, or like accepts him, or whatever. So I think like the whole like story story behind those songs and Blurry Face is really really interesting and really well done. And I that's one thing about Blurry Face, the whole the whole the album as a whole that I just really love.
0: Okay, yeah. I wasn't too informed about that, so I kind of do have a little bit more of an appreciation for it now. So, But I can, I definitely see it now. Like when I think about, you know, the album.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, like, that The topics that he talks yeah. about,
0: so. Album still sucks, though. No, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. Okay, so. Yeah, that, that was good information. But, uh,. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about the first album. We'll just go up. Uh, it's weird now that we're doing that doing like albums in order that older, we just talked about the third album. So, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> 21 Pilots. Oh, actually hold on. Let's rate Blurryface real quick. Okay. I would give Blurryface probably be about 4 out of 10, leaning towards 5. Because when I do the rating system, I kind of try to avoid personal preference as much as I can and just kind of like think about
1: quality, all
0: the factors of it, you know, like quality, mm-hmm. everything. So, I would say 4. 4 out of 10.
1: I will give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's still a pretty solid album
0: Alright, so 21 Pilots, self-titled debut I was actually very impressed with this album
1: Really? Yeah, Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on it
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's stop talking about this This album um, is uh, called 21 Pilots and i i listened to it i definitely listened to it it's uh really good and it has songs in it (laughs) uh
1: yes it does have songs (laughs) uh,
0: it's like one of those albums that makes you feel happy (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, nothing. I I got something to tell you. I didn't actually listen to Twenty One Pilots at all. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, I really like the. Um, I honestly have to say, like, this might actually be. I'm pretty sure I listened to this one first. So I listen to this one and then i think i listened to trench and then vessels and then of course blurry face uh, when i heard it of course i was kind of going off the impression of tony One off of blurry face mm-hmm. so i was very pleasantly pleased with how this album went yeah, I,
1: it's very it's got a very different sound because yeah they they have like it i listened to their albums in order uh, from when they were released. Um and it was really interesting to hear and I hadn't ever done this um like went from twenty one pilots to trench to blurry face to trench uh, not trench
0: vessel
1: vessel to blurry face to trench. I hadn't really I've listened to all of them but I hadn't like listened to them like consecutively in like one sitting. So it was very interesting to hear they're like they're like musical style slowly change over time. And it kind of felt like it was like it felt natural. It was weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, they, usually when you like listen to like a band's discography, you can hear like how over time their music has changed a little bit. But it, it has never really sound. So just like, like they didn't, it has never really at least to me or any band that I've listened to, has never really sounded like this is where they're heading type thing. But you can just hear that when you listen to their albums in, in order. It's really strange.
0: Yeah. I I honestly gotta say, I adore the piano in this album. Yeah. Yes. It is... It just kind of like going off of my um, original... Opinion on 21 Pilots. I just kind of thought it was just like nonsense. Hip-hop blah blah blah. But after I heard this album. I was like. I could tell. These guys are musicians. Like I was like. Very pleased to, to. Be able to say that like. These guys are musicians. They're not just like regular. Hip-hop. Get a laptop. Put the beat on there and then just rhyme with the beat kind of people they were musicians they wrote these songs and they performed them just as well like i was just so pleasantly surprised especially with that first song on the album that that just really that really hit me
1: yeah i haven't listened all the way through 21 pilots in a long time and i forgot how good it was because when i was listening to it i was like damn this is a good album i forgot yeah. <laughs> and there's some songs on there that i was like damn, i need to listen to this album some more because yeah it's been a- <laughs> like it's probably the album that i know the least because I've listened, I feel like I've only listened to it all the way through twice, and that's including when I was listening to all their songs again for this podcast yesterday. Yeah. Um, but, like, I haven't been in my playlist and stuff, they just don't, they just don't, and I usually listen to my playlist on Shuffle, they just don't come up as often as Blurry Face or Vessel or uh, Trench do in my playlist, so... I need to i need to try and just go and listen to it to become more familiar with it because yeah there's some
0: good songs on this album. yeah one really good song is uh right behind you attic with a pen yes i i remember of course i was in the mood of i hate this band back when you first showed me this song so i kind of ignored it but <laughs> Could you blame me? <laughs> I just had a bad impression of the band.
1: No, I've, I've done that before, too. Yeah. Uh, there have been times when my uh, brother and sister have a very distinct musical taste, and it's pretty different from mine. Not super different, but different enough to where they'll listen to certain bands, and I'm just like... So yeah. like every time again, they'll show me a song from a band, that I'm just like, whatever. And then yeah. I'll like keep listening to it. I'm like, okay, this is actually good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think I think I kind of did that with Twenty One Pilots because the first song I heard by them was, um, shoot, it's off of Blurry Face. It was like their most popular song, Blurry Face. Or like they're single or whatever. Stressed out? No. Okay. <laughs> stressed out was the first song I heard by them that I actually liked and actually enjoyed. Okay. Um, uh, it's like their most it's not very hip y and it's not very rock. It's kind of like in between.
0: Fairly local?
1: Yeah. Mm, no. Ride? No. I don't
0: know. I'm just kinda like naming. The ones I know. Uh, anyway, let's just go on. Because yeah. last time this happened, yeah, we just sh- kind of like they showed me that song. <laughs> they
1: showed me that song and I was like, eh, whatever. And it's probably my least favorite song off Blurry of Face. And then <clears> um and then they started showing me the rest of 21 Pilots and I was like, eh. I already know I don't like them because I heard that one song. And then I heard stressed out and I was like,
0: they are kind of good, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At with the pen, even back then, I still kind of like. Okay, this isn't bad. But I was still kind of in that mood of just, uh, I don't, I don't want to listen to this band. I don't care about this band. I never want to see yeah. this band. But of course, listening to it now, I, I, I really like the song. It's one of the, one of the best songs on the album. Oh, I, agree. I, I. I mm-hmm. Of course i love the piano on it but i very much appreciate his vocal performance on this album as well yeah he, he is a very good vocalist just in general
1: yes yes he is i i really enjoy his uh, vocals i think he's one of <clears throat> he yeah he's he's really good because he can do a, a lot of times he'll just randomly just scream and you're not expecting it from, like, the type of music that he plays and the type of music that he sings. And you just randomly will just scream, and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> and it, it's, but. And it never sounds like forced, either. And it's just. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's he, you can tell he's been, he's trained his voice to be able to do that. To go from just normal, regular, just singing, and then just Go into, um, screaming.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. He does it in this song too a couple times.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he there was at one point that he just gets like so high, is ridiculous. Sometimes you know.
1: Yeah. And one reason why I like this song so much is because. It um. If it, it's so emotional, and you can tell that it's coming from like yeah. a deep place within him, and it's uh, the way he sings it, the way just listening to the lyrics and reading the lyrics, you can tell that this is coming from like a place um, or he's like struggled with, and like oh, so good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that's, when I first heard it and like really paid attention to the lyrics, it really resonated with me.
0: Um. Yep. Uh. Another song that I really enjoy, just because of the, uh, just kind of like the uniqueness of it was the. uh, the Pantaloon. That's a Yeah. That's that, a really good song. I'm like This you know is what? like really It's like I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just really good.
1: Yeah. There was the first time I ever heard the Pantaloon. I because it was so different, I was like, What is this? <sighs> yeah nope and i just like put it away and just never <laughs> listen to it again uh until yesterday and then when i heard it again yesterday i was like i actually like this song now i don't know why yeah. I didn't like it before
0: i think I'd, I'd say the goofiness of it because it just kind of sounds goofy you know yeah. like musically it just sounds goofy I, that's the charm of it you know really yeah I mean yeah
1: I, got... I just didn't get it the first time yeah like, why what why why
0: it just really
1: time after kind of like knowing more about when pilots and kind of like what who they are and everything i was just like I, okay i understand the song now i get it
0: <laughs> yeah it just really has that uh what was i gonna say Yeah, the, the, yeah. It that just thing. has that. It just has that. That right there. Yeah. Oh, crap. That right there. <laughs> no. Sorry for any headphone users to uh, just had, you know, their ears explode. You know. <laughs> it has.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: I'll stop. <laughs> Beforehand, I was doing it by accident. I did it on purpose. Yeah. It, yeah. The, okay, I remember what I was going to say. It, it, the The name of the song fits well with the music of it. The yeah. pantaloon. Yeah. Yeah. It, honestly, the second half of this album just kind of Stuff's going downhill a little bit, which honestly yeah. I can kind of say that with all Twenty One Pilots albums, I, in my opinion. But they're still like, I enjoyable. Agree,
1: honestly, I think I've always thought it was weird because I feel like after a certain point on each Twenty One Pilots song, it just kind of starts going downhill. Not saying that they're bad songs. It's just, yeah, it's just weird that like maybe it's just the placement of the songs because it always feels like they start out really strong and then just kind of
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> like because i've always i thought that about I like blurry face when it had like first come out then i went and listened to vessel and even though uh vessel's my favorite album even though it's Ooh. my favorite album, it uh it does i feel like it does the same thing yeah i feel like trench might be the only one that i couldn't really say that about but even then i feel like it does just a little bit but not as much as the other ones yeah Which is, i don't know maybe they just figured it out <laughs>
0: yeah so self-titled debut um there wasn't really much. I mean, I, I like the uniqueness of it. I love the piano, uh, just everything about it, really. It kind of got me in the mood of 21 Pilots, too. It was very good that I started with it, you know, coming from a place that I just hate the band. I listened to their first album, and I, I very much enjoyed it. So it really got me into the 21 pilots mood so for that i gotta give it props and i'm gonna give this album a solid seven out of ten cool. a very yeah, strong I solid seven
1: <laughs> uh, i'm probably gonna have to give it an eight eight out of ten just mainly i probably would have given it lower before yesterday But then yesterday, I re-listened to it, and I was like, oh, wow, I forgot how much I really enjoyed this album. So, I'm going to have to bump it up a little
0: bit. Yeah. All right, so from there, we're going into, as you just said, your favorite album, which I knew. When I was listening to all this stuff, listening to it, I'm just like thinking in the back of my head, I think I know what Nathaniel's favorite album is. I I, I guessed it right. It's Vessel. Yep,
1: Vessel so i think vessel has one of the strongest starts to an album in i don't
0: know i i definitely it, agree i definitely agree this is the best opening the, song in 21 in pilots probably
1: in their entire uh discography it's their best yes, opening. yes. Um, but i would i would kind of i would probably argue it's one of the best openings to an album in like it would probably like top 10 best openings to an album i
0: i honestly wouldn't agree but i could definitely understand where you're coming from like it is a really good song
1: (laughs) i don't listen to a lot of like albums because like uh, I'll hear a song that I really, really like by a specific artist. And then I'll go and listen to like other songs, expecting it to sound like that stuff, that song that I really liked. And then it turns out that one song that I really like is just an oddity, like kind of they're like experimental songs. So the rest of their music doesn't sound anything like that. So there are a lot of times where I just like specific songs, not specific artists or specific uh albums Um, yeah there are i haven't i feel like i haven't listened to like complete albums or complete discographies of very many bands yeah so when i say that you kind of have to think about it as like small
0: (laughs) yeah I, i can definitely relate to that uh one example best example i can give is uh is actually a whole album that i like by a band the band arctic monkeys am really good album i tried listening to their other stuff and i'm just like this is crap i don't like this <laughs> Other
1: stuff is very their other stuff i like some of their other stuff outside of am but they, it all just kind of sounds the same yeah like it's fine it's good but am's the best for sh- uh, for sure
0: definitely but yeah ode to sleep really good song yeah really really good song
1: i really like the history about about behind how it got named it they were playing it this is off their this is off of um their very first album i think it's like one of their first songs they just didn't get to put it after they like signed a record label and they were like this album is no longer, we're not publishing this album because this yeah. industry sucks. Uh, they put some of their songs off of that album onto 21 Pilots and Pistol, and this is one of those songs. So like back when they were like just starting and they were playing in like bars and just stuff just to like play around, just play their music around. Uh, they hadn't had a name for it yet and so they like asked people who were like listening to them to like name it because they couldn't think of a name for it and someone just put ode to sleep and they looked at it and they really liked it so that's what it's
0: called wow man yeah, to think to
1: be that person and now that they're like a big group yeah like
0: It'd be like, like that. One
1: of their songs.
0: It'd be like that one fan. Like, <laughs> I named that song right there. That song. <laughs> like, they're in the concert it was like, they're playing it. Oh, this is the song I named. I named this <laughs> song. You know the story that they tell in interviews. I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, it must be a, a blast to you know tell that story to people. It's like, hey, have you ever heard of the band Twenty One Pilots? I named one of their songs. (laughs) How cool is that? I'm cooler than you now, because I named a song (laughs) for a famous band. (laughs) That guy probably has such a big head. Yeah. But no, it's a really good song.
1: This is like one of the... first songs. I think this is probably the first song that I heard by them. They're like, Okay they have moved they have moved from like i don't know somewhere in the 50s of my favorite bands to like top 10.
0: <laughs> yeah i understand I like, that this, I, it's
1: such a good song
0: yeah i really love how it changes style it's almost like it's like three four songs into one yeah and, and it, it doesn't flows, sound forced it,
1: yeah and it, it flows really
0: well it's great it's fantastic and then it follows Wait. up with Holding On To You, which... Yeah.
1: Oh, Holding On To You is a really good song. It's, like, I would say, uh, Vessel has not only, like, the best, like, intro to an album, but it's got such, like, a good, like, first few songs. They're just, like, banger after banger after banger. Yeah. It's rare that you come across a, a, an album where you're just like, oh, this is a really good song. Oh, dang, this is a really good song, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It just keeps going.
0: Yeah. So this is probably the only album that I kind of feel a little differently about in the terms of what we were talking about earlier, of how it went kind of starts going downhill near, near like the middle ground this album is more like really good really good really good eh really good really good really good eh, eh, eh. and that song that's eh near the beginning is a house of gold for me
1: i can i can understand that yeah I really my house of gold but it's yeah it's different um, yeah it's not, it's got a very different feel because he picked up a ukulele and was like all right, I'm going a, I'm to a, learn how to play this. And it didn't take him very long to learn because he already knew like guitar and stuff and ukulele is not a hard instrument to learn. Yeah. And so I think he was just probably, he like just picked it up and was like learning it. And then I think he, after he learned it, he immediately wrote House of Gold. Um, I, I really like it because it's just kind of like a love letter to his mom. So just kind of like, you know it's
0: it's a nice it's a nice song to your to write for your mom but yeah i, I do appreciate that aspect of it but i do not like ukulele one bit <laughs> really <laughs> no. I not know that. <laughs> yeah so when i'm hearing these ukulele covers of songs i like or just songs in general i'm just like please make it stop yeah, not something I talk about often. I just kind of like, it's some. It's one of those things that I just don't like and then I'm just like, I don't talk about it because I don't like it. It's not something that's like, oh, I like something like right. this and then it changed so then I don't like it. That's when people become you vocal hear... about stuff like that. It's
1: not It's not like, and it's not like it comes up in conversation very often because people don't like, yeah. ukulele isn't like one of the best instruments. Like, People will play it when they're, like, playing uh, kind of uh, acoustic uh, covers. It, it, if they're playing acoustic covers, it's usually a guitar, an acoustic guitar or a ukulele. <laughs> but it's really not one of the more popular instruments, at least not here in America.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure in Hawaii it's, like... Uh, um, all over the place. Ukulele stores yeah. all over the place in Hawaii. I
1: said here in America. I'm dumb. <laughs> this
0: yeah. part of America. This part of America. We don't count this Hawaii America. <laughs> as America. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just making a joke. Gosh, I did it again. Okay. Sorry. I keep... This thing keeps bumping into the mic. Okay. Anyway. Joking aside. Yeah, I'm not crazy about ukulele, so... I, I,
1: I, I like the sound of it. I feel like it kind of has to have a certain feel to it in order for it to work. I think it works yeah. well with Household, but I, I don't know. It's, you can't play anything on a ukulele and it just sounds good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one reason why you, ukulele companies are just... It,
1: you kind of you have to pick specific song for it to sound it's kind yeah. of like i feel like that you could say the same thing about a flute like i feel like a flute works really really well with like fantasy mystical fantastical music but outside of that it's eh, eh. You
0: know? yeah speaking of flute This probably won't be a band that you'll be really into, but there's a Christian metal band, like really hardcore metal, like death metal, that just have a flute all the time. They're called Holy Blood. I was very impressed by that band, and the flute just sounds awesome. So yeah, might be something to check out, anybody who's watching, so.
1: I was looking at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it surprised me. I was like, is that a freaking flute in death metal? (laughs) I was like, "What? It is walking. What is going on?" <laughs> so yeah, but I, I like flute. It definitely, yeah, like like you said, it's like very mythical kind of aspect to it. But yeah, House of Gold wasn't one of my favorites. But car radio, car radio is definitely up there. I think that was the one like right after that one. I feel like
1: our radio's really good.
0: Yeah, I feel like Vessels is out of the three albums we've talked about. I feel like Vessels lasted a little longer with the really good songs than the other ones. Mm -hmm. Even though I, in some ways, especially in a musical aspect, I kind of prefer the first album over Vessels. But I, I would say that it kind of lasts longer. Because, like, the song Semi-Automatic is closer to the end, but it's, like, honestly a really good song, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it it lasted longer for me.
1: Yeah, I think probably the last four or five songs on Vessel are just kind of... They're not bad, they just... I feel like they blend together too too well, so that way it just kind of sounds the same for the next 10-15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. You know? yeah so i it probably is just the the order that they put them on the album that makes them
0: yeah (laughs) honestly i i agree with that because i can honestly see a song like semi-automatic being in the place of house of gold just because of like you have amazing 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 uh like, it just, and then back to really good, really good, you know. So just switch semi-automatic with House of Gold and I think it would that blend would have been perfect almost, you know. But yeah, I... What I, I find I, funny... Sorry. I, I was just gonna say, I, uh, I agree that the placement of the songs is a big factor onto the dragging part near the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... What I find really interesting about, uh, Car Radio and a few of their other songs too, is that there's just like this simple, like little p- premise. And then he just like creates just this like beautiful song because like there was this one time when, uh, there, he, he was talking about in an interview, how he came up with the name, the song Car Radio, because he was driving a, uh, a car and then someone just stole the car radio out of it so he just didn't have a car radio in his car for a while and i i think like that story just telling that story is just like really simple and just kind of funny yeah but then he creates a beautiful song off of it and then like the the lyrics behind everything is like yeah well, that...
0: and, and and that's
1: like the whole the lyrics is like i need music to like not listen to my brain talk because my brain is just a disgusting place to be. And I don't want to listen to myself. I want to distract myself from from myself. Yeah. And then like, and that's just, and that's really just relatable. So like, and yeah, I just really like it. Yeah. Um, He actually, in the interview that I uh, listened to him talking about it, he, encouraged people to just kind of just turn off the radio every now and then just to like have like a discussion with themselves and just kind of think out some things that they just need to think out yeah get through
0: that that story definitely supports the thing i said near the very beginning that these guys are musicians and it shows you know that definitely supports that statement so that's really that's a really good story totally definitely relatable <laughs> not yeah. that i own a car yet but <laughs> well yeah. i it's just did. kind of that thing
1: where you yeah. like you you use music and other things kind of distract yourself just so that way you don't have to think about life stuff that you don't really want yeah. to think about it's stressful or because it's uh uh fun to think about you know But sometimes sometimes you need to sit down and just think about those things just to either get them out of your system or to figure out the problem or whatever, instead of ignoring it and trying to run away from it.
0: Yeah, we just got real deep. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's all good.
1: Uh, What do you think about uh, guns for hands?
0: Can't say I remember too much of it, but I don't think I did it.
1: Cause that's, near, that's near the end, but I yeah. think that's one that's a really solid song.
0: Yeah. It. I feel like that was one that I was kind of like really getting into. Yeah. yeah.
1: I really enjoy that one because once again, like this one is I this one just has like a deeper story behind it. Uh, he, they got, they kept getting, like, letters from fans and stuff about, um, like, uh, wanting to commit suicide, or, um, they just were, like, talking to them about suicide, and he felt really deep about it, so he wrote, he, there's at least one song about suicide on each of their albums and every single one is beautiful yes i feel like beautiful is a weird word for guns for hands because it's not it's not i don't know how to word it exactly it's, yeah it's it beautiful but it is beautiful yeah in like the sense of like what it means and like what he's talking about and everything and like the lyrics the way the lyrics are crafted are beautiful but like you wouldn't really call the way it sounds
0: beautiful (laughs) yeah it just kind of feels weird using that word in when you're talking about the suicide related topic you know yeah but i would say touching Um, more touching yeah. yeah but I definitely understand what you're meaning you know
1: yeah it's yeah and I yeah their their songs about suicide are probably some of their best work because it's coming from like a deep place where he's just wanting to reach out to those people who feel that way because he's felt that way
0: Yeah. Definitely a heavy topic. Yeah. And I'm honestly very glad that musicians take it seriously, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: And actually write songs because music is a very good place to be in for a lot of people. It's an escape from reality and stuff. And when they take music so seriously and listen to lyrics, it, it can help them. Yeah. So it's. Good that musicians take that topic very seriously. Yep. So, yeah, Vessel, really, really solid album. Yeah. Um,
1: there's something that I wanted to say earlier, but I kind of forgot to just now. Um, I think a blurry face has a really, really good ending song because from what I've noticed listening to lots of different albums, a lot of people kind of, they'll end on either like a slow, sad kind of song or end on like a really fast paced hype kind of song. And like, I hear that like all the time, like it's one or the other. And like, personally I've always felt like it should be a hype song just to be like that was really good i don't want to listen to the whole thing again now i'm hype to listen to the whole album again yeah until i heard blurry face which ends on like a mix and i don't know how they did it because it's like a perfect mix between the two and yeah uh, so i think and i think blurry face is probably the strongest ending uh, out of their discography and vessel i don't want to say i think they're probably their i don't want to say weakest it's it's weakest for me because i like ending on like a hype song uh yeah and, but uh probably 21 pilots has the weakest because it ends on like a really slow song. Um, and then vessels ends on a slow song too. Yeah. Which is, it's a good song. I really like truce. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Truce. Honestly, gotta say that I really like trees as well. So that would, that would,
2: I really like trees. Uh,
0: Vessels, not Vessels, there's no S at the end, uh, Vessel would honestly be, like, I, I keep remembering that song, Trees, is like, okay, like I say, Guns for Hands or Semi-Automatic is, after that it kind of starts dying off and then I'm like, oh wait, there's that one song, it's still really good, so I mean, it's just a really solid album in general. So, honestly, I would give it a 7 out of 10. Good solid this is probably
1: 7 out of 10 for me. I really, really love this album. What did you give it? 9.
0: 9, okay. Kind of glitched out there, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 9 out of 10. We already talked about Bloody Face, so we got one more left. Trench. Trench.
1: Their most recent album.
0: Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Right.
1: To be on it. When they released their singles, which were The Run and Go, Nico and the Niners, and Jumpsuit i was really disappointed i was like wow Ugh. these aren't great <laughs> uh, i felt like they had kind of fallen more mainstream because i felt like i still kind of do feel like their music's a little pushing mainstream uh more than their other albums have um uh, so i was kind of like disappointed with it and i didn't listen to it for the longest time but I, then i had some friends at uh, college who were like you should listen to it it's actually a really good album i was like okay so i went and listened to it and i kind of just had it on in the background and i liked it better than i was expecting to but i hadn't really like fully listened to it until i don't know a little bit later and i like started like I think I was like kind of just sitting in my bed listening to it and just it on in the background, was doing something else, like homework or something. And then like my mind just kind of started paying attention to like lyrics to specific songs. Uh, chlorine and Neon Gravestones in particular, I started like really paying attention to the lyrics and I was like, oh, whoa, Ooh, these are actually really good songs. <laughs> And then uh, I went and listened to the song, like, the full album again, just more paying attention to the lyrics. And I really liked it after that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I would it, honestly...
1: Trench took me a while to get into it. Like yeah. I did with the other ones. It took a second.
0: I can understand Trench, that. Just... In,
1: say is a good thing or a bad thing well it's not a good
0: thing but i don't know if it's like honestly a bad if, thing it's either. A
1: thing then thing i don't know
0: yeah i could kind of understand that point of view just based off of how the other albums went and you know how much you enjoy them especially like vessel you know and uh, honestly i would have to say that trench is my favorite album by 21 pilots really yeah that's
1: that's cool I wasn't expecting that. I thought your know, favorite was either
0: going be 21 Pilots or Vessel. <laughs> yeah. I would, the order that I would say in my favorites are Trench, 21 Pilots, Vessel, and Blowy Face. That would be like my top four. Well, yeah, of course they only have four, but that's my order that I like. Uh, uh, jumpsuit, the, that baseline is very groovy and just kind of draws you in i I really liked it and then chlorine neon gravestones is two that you mentioned those are like top-notch really
1: a song about suicide that's just that one i this one i can say is beautiful it's the music is beautiful the lyrics are beautiful it hits It hits me every time I listen to it.
0: Yeah. It's fantastic.
1: Those two songs, Chlorine and Neon Gravestones, flip flop between my favorite song off the album. I can't. Because at first it was Chlorine, and then it was Neon Greystones. And then sometimes I'll go back to Chlorine. I I just can't pick between the two.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But since this is my favorite album, I'd have to say that I liked it all the way through. I didn't think that it went downhill at any point. Says I can honestly safely say that this is the only Twenty One Pilots album that I enjoyed from start to finish. Truly enjoyed. So I, I liked aside from Bully Face, I liked all of them start to finish. Okay, you know, but you know, we already touched on that. Um, Bandito is a really good song. That one kind of stuck out to me. And uh Morph Of course like yeah. more going into like the First like Five, My Blood, Levitate, those are really good ones.
1: I really like Levitate. Yeah. I can't really talk about why. It's just it's just one of those songs that just kind of hits you in the right way and it's like
0: Ooh. Yeah. It's like, hmm, I like this. Yeah. I ain't going to talk about it, though. I just like it. <laughs> hey, you, you don't always have to give specific reasons of why you like songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just... Sometimes you just like a song, and sometimes you just don't. And yeah.
0: It's an odd thing to say on a podcast about music, but yeah. it's true.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really like, like... If, someone, if someone says... If someone told me they didn't like a song, and I said... Oh, that's interesting. Why? And they were like, I, I don't know. There's just something about it I just don't like. I'm like, fair enough. Yeah. And vice versa.
0: Yeah. another uh, um, couple songs that stuck out to me were uh, Sm- Smithereens and Nico and the Niners. Really like those.
1: I really. Nico and the Niners was probably my least favorite out of the three uh, singles that they released but it's it's one of my favorite songs now i really i don't know yeah I, and i can't when i listen to them now i can't even remember not liking them i just know that i didn't
0: and yeah
1: it's, it's it's weird to think that i was like oh i don't like these songs and now i'm just like I like these songs a lot
0: <laughs> yeah and then like the two last songs on the album legend and leave the city are still like really good, pretty really solid songs.
1: It is okay. Leave the city is one of those songs that I was talking about earlier. That is like really slow and kind of ends the album. Yeah. really Release, but I feel like it works for Trench. It's one. Sometimes it just it works to have a really hype song at the end, just because like that's kind of like the the theme of the album, right? I think. And same with slow songs. And I feel like it works really well for, for Trench, because Leave the City is a, it's a beautiful song.
0: It really is. And I, I, one thing that I really liked about this album and why it's my favorite is because I kind of compare it to a, another certain album by a different band that I would have to say is my favorite album by this certain band. Um, mostly because of the uh catchiness of like choruses and just the vocals in general and stuff it's kind of got that repeat put on repeat kind of feel to it and the album i'm talking about is wild world by bastille
1: yeah that's my favorite uh album by bastille too yeah their new album is is okay it's fine yeah i like i like it i just think wild world is yeah, it's, it's definitely the best.
0: But yeah, that's. I, I find myself comparing Trench and Wild World together. And I think it's a pretty solid comparison. It's not something yeah. that I'm like, oh, this is obviously better yeah. than the other. It's I not like Twilight Pilots
1: to Drink these. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it makes a little more sense than that in Theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it, I just like. Because, like, the choruses of each. Song off of Wild World is just something that's always like, oh, I want to hear it again. It, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like choruses are usually something that gets repetitive and you don't want to hear often, except yeah. for like Wild World. And I got that feeling with Trench. It's like, oh, I want. I know choruses are usually something that's repetitive, but I want to hear it again. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. very, very good. I, I like it. That's one big reason why. Because, you know, I really like Bastille. And that, that Bastille was the band that kind of got me out of the whole mood of metal is king. And, well, I th- still think metal is king. But Metal's metal is
1: king. life. That's just everything
0: sucks, you know? That got me out of that mood. Bastille was the band.
1: Just because metal is king doesn't mean everything else
0: sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That Bastille <laughs> was the band that got me out of the mood of. Everything everything else sucks. And I that's a reason why I really like trenches, because it reminds me of that band that got me to explore other genres and get into just music, you know. Not that saying that it's all good, but you know, pop music pretty much sucks these days. But anyway.
1: You you really have to through pop music to find anything. Yeah. it's the bottom barrel to find something good out of pop music. Yeah. They're rare. It's hard. And then, when you do find those, those like, uh, gold, that like, that really rare, uh, they'll get overplayed. Yeah. And then you don't like it anymore.
0: <laughs> it's like mining in Minecraft, you go, constantly go down and then you get gold and then you're just like, oh, more gold, more gold, more gold, more gold. (laughs) I'm gonna go back up to the surface. (laughs) (laughs) That's what fighting gold in pop music's like. (laughs) But yeah, Trench. Fantastic hour read what would you rate this album
1: probably an eight out of ten probably leaning closer to a nine than
0: a seven I agree I, I'm going <laughs> with the same rating eight out of nine.
1: ten part of me wants to give it a nine but if, I don't know there's another part of me that's like ah oh, nine's a little too high <laughs> yeah' but I don't
0: Yeah, I I just can't really give any 21 Pilots a 9, just for my personal preference on music and just in general. But this is definitely leaning towards a 9 with me, because I just just really like it.
1: Uh, Have you heard their song, Level of Concern?
0: I have not, actually. I meant to.
1: During quarantine? It, I really like that song. It's, it's a good song. It's, it was, it, I wouldn't say it would really fit with Trench, but it's definitely got more of the Trench vibe than the other ones. I, yeah. I, really enjoy, I I've really enjoyed all, all, a lot of the songs that have come out of the pandemic, whether they're specifically talking about COVID-19 and the pandemic and quarantine or not yeah i really enjoy them just because like the these types of like situations are like really good times to just be creative and come up with really good yeah. stuff i think a lot of people have come up with really creative stuff during this time and it makes me really happy <laughs>
0: yeah and I knew it was going to happen. As soon as yeah. it all happened, it was like, okay, every musician is going to start writing music.
1: <laughs> yep. And so, <laughs> yeah. And, like, even though, like, I was really stressed out about a lot of different um, things going on because I was in school at the time. Yeah. But I was... It was... it. Uh, I lost my job, so I was worried about money and all that type of stuff. There was one thing that I was looking forward to, and that was, like, all the art that was going to come out of
0: it. For sure. It's like all the tools just got canceled and the musicians are stuck at home. I wonder what's going to (laughs) happen. Everybody's just waiting. Yeah. It's like, hey, we don't get to see them live, but hey, at least we might get some new music. (laughs) So that's that's nice so uh what would be your album from your favorite to your least favorite of 21 pilots i've already said mine so
1: well obviously my favorite's vessel i think wrench is probably my second favorite and then Mm -hmm. and then 21 pilots and then blurry face Okay. And it's all it's all like very close. Yeah. there's no, there's barely any gaps between between them at all. Yeah, the big like, gap probably between Vessel and Trench, and that's even that's not very much of the gap. Yeah,
0: like for me, the only gap is like okay, Bluey Face obviously is my least favorite, and then Trench is obviously my favorite. And then the only two that were really close was Twenty One Pilots and Vessel because I really liked both of those albums almost mm-hmm. equally. I think I gave them the same rating, like a seven. But it was just those albums were very close. Yeah. But I think I enjoyed the uh, use of piano on Twenty One Pilots so much that that's what gave it the edge
2: because
0: mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just love the that instrument, you know.
1: Yeah, piano is piano and guitar are like my two favorite instruments they they just sound beautiful
0: <clears throat> now then Top ten.
1: so is there a specific way you do this on your show or...
0: so basically what we do um if you have maybe one or two audible mentions we'll just go through those real quick not really talk about it i've got a couple honorable mentions um, and then uh, we'll, we'll probably start with you since you're the guest so you do your number 10 and then I'll do my number 10 then your number 9, my number 9 and we'll basically go to we get to 1 okay. but uh, just real quick I'll, I'll just say my two honorable mentions just because they were, they were my favorite songs off of Blurryface, uh Heavy Dirty Soul and Doubt all my honorable mentions. Uh, so.
1: I have two honorable mentions, at least two. Uh, okay, let's make it four, actually. First of all, I, we didn't talk about them a whole lot because um, uh, the first one, is because we it's off of uh I don't know why I always have such a hard time remembering the first album.
0: Regional at best.
1: Regional at best. I really don't know why that's yeah. so hard to remember.
0: I, I remember every time I can
1: talk about it I forget I blank. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> we didn't because we didn't talk about regional at best, I'm going to mention the song Lovely it's okay i really really like that song i don't think i quote that one
0: i need to go back to listen to that
1: yeah i would definitely recommend listening to regional at best because it's it's if it were an actual album by them which i mean it is but if it were like you know still being printed everything i would it would probably be on par with vessel honestly i really enjoy regional at best It's unfortunate that they like that they signed a record label and they were like, "Nah, you can't record this music anymore."
0: Yeah, <laughs> so dumb. that's dumb.
1: Um. Anyway, my my next one is "Level of Concern," which we were talking about. I really, really enjoy that song. Um, and then "Trapdoor" off of Twenty One Pilots. It's a really, really solid That's song.
0: one we didn't touch on. That was, that was a good one. I really like that one. Yeah, it's
1: a really good song. I'd go ahead
0: and say that's my third honorable mention, just for the heck of it, because that's really good.
1: March to the Sea off of 21 Pilots is a
0: really good song
1: that I really love.
0: I can't believe I forgot about that song. That's that's like the last song on the album, isn't it?
1: Uh No, the last song on that album is Isle of Flightless Birds, I think.
0: Okay. Because that one's really good. Both of those are really good. But March to the Sea. Yes. Fantastic. So, yeah. So, now, the start of the top ten. Well, you, you got to do your wonderful mentions. I just did. You did? The, the Heavy dory Soul. In doubt. Oh, yeah, you did. And then I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm and then I just added um, Trap Door. And I'll just go ahead and add March to the Sea. Because trapdoor and March to the Sea are both really good songs that I kind of forgot about didn't mention. So I just did talk about them, but yeah. So starting with number 10, you do yours and now do mine. And then we'll go from there.
1: It is the judge off of Blurryface. Hmm. I, I think that it is one of my favorite songs off that. album. um, I just don't have a whole lot of, I think I only have two. Yeah, I only have two songs up from Face on my top 10. And that's one of them. Cool. It's, I, I just really enjoy that song.
0: Yeah. I can't say I remember much of that song, but I can't say I remember like hating it or it was... extremely disliking it or anything.
1: I think it was one with uh, ukulele.
0: No. Well, that's probably why I forgot about it.
1: It's it's not as noticeable as House of Gold, so
0: maybe. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my number 10 um, jumpsuit. Starting off with the opening of Trench. I, I really love that bass line. It's, it's yeah. great. Uh, I really like the, um, the play off the world jumpsuit, and how he does it in the song. Now, that's one thing I definitely enjoy about 21 Pilots, is the way that he puts the title of the song into the lyrics. Of course, yeah. that could be arguably be a good thing about most bands in general, just music, you know, if it's done right. I've heard yeah. it. Sometimes, sometimes it
1: feels forced. Yeah. Sometimes it does feel forced. They're like, they came up with the name of the song first and then they forced it into the song. Yeah.
0: And sometimes the name of the song isn't in, in the lyrics at all.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes I, I don't mind it. I feel like sometimes. Yeah. Like Ode to Sleep, even though that was like a fan or like someone who heard them perform it came up with it, I feel like sometimes it can have, like, a deeper meaning. Like, you really have to listen to the song to figure out why it's called that. But sometimes it's it's not that way. And just...
0: Yeah, and then some songs don't have lyrics at all, but have titles. Called instrumentals. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Jumpsuit, number 10. Good song.
1: Yeah. And then, number 9 for me... Is uh, also off of Blurry Face, and that's stressed out.
0: So so both your Blurry Face ones are right at number nine ten. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I, I honestly would say w- when you were talking about the insecurity part about Blurry Face, that kind of gave me a more impression. Good impression on Stressed Out because I do kind of like the lyrics based off of that, you yeah. know. It's kind of like Stressed Out because of its yeah. and all that, you know. So, yeah. definitely not a bad song, I don't think.
1: I, I relate to Stressed Out a lot more now that I'm an adult living on my own. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody relates to that song. It's the most relatable song in human history ever. Yeah everyone gets stressed out so therefore I thought
1: I I, uh, I I did relate to it to a certain extent when I first heard it but I was still living with my parents at the time and didn't really have to worry about rent or anything yeah you Not still have one of those
0: carefree high schools yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, no my number nine might shock you I don't know how you're gonna feel about this because I feel like this song is much higher on your list. Addict with a pen. I, I I really like the song, don't get me wrong. Just, I, I enjoy a lot, eight more songs, much more than it. But I've s- love this I love the song. I definitely think it is one of the best off of the first album. And since it's in my top ten, it's one of their best songs Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't know.
1: I, 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 I think will say it does get a little repetitive. Yeah. So,
0: I think it just kind of has more to do with the replayability. That's why it's lower on the list for me, especially at number nine. Yeah. But I definitely didn't kind of have any trouble placing it like, oh. Do I like Jumpsuit more than Addict with a Pen? Like, I didn't think of that at all. Like, I was like, okay, Addict with a Pen, I think it's a better song than Jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Still really love the song, though. Yeah. We're back, everybody. Uh,
1: Number eight for me is Car Radio.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice pick. Yeah. Um... I can safely say that's not on my list, actually, but it's still one I really enjoy. Yeah. Top I 20. definitely love the message of it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely top 20, probably even top 15. Nice. But yeah, really, really good song. Nice pick. Yeah. That definitely feels like a number eight, especially for you. Yeah. Just because I feel like eight on rules is just going to be the entire Vessel album. Mostly, no. I'm just kidding. Pretty much! (laughs) There's no shame in it. (laughs) Yeah, when you're doing top 10 songs based off of four albums, I mean, you're always gonna have, like, songs that are in there. You're gonna have, like, five songs off of the same album. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so my number eight, which I, like, literally before we started calling each other on Discord here, I changed my number eight and seven because I was just so iffy about it. This is where I had the most trouble. Like the rest of the list was just easy, but seven and eight. So my number eight is Bandito off of Trench. Really good song. Yeah. But I haven't so much trouble. So
1: Yeah. now I'm interested to hear what your number seven is. Yeah. Uh, my number seven is "Holding On To You" from Trent
0: uh, Bessel. Wow, looks like we have the same number seven. Oh,
1: more interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's yeah, my number seven is "Hold On To You" because I was th- oh, holding on to you. I was thinking about it. I'm just like, I, I really like "Bandito." Obviously, mm-hmm. like it's a really good song. And then I'm just like, but I kind of find myself just replay and holding on to you I, I like the hype of it more and Bandito's yeah. more of like a slow soft pace kind of song so i was like I, just because of the hype of it and just how he sings it you know he sings it like it's very hyped you know he sings it in Have a you very loud the
1: music video to holding on to you
0: i don't think i've watched any of the music videos except for like stressed out or something stressed out's
1: weird
0: Yes, yeah, just as weird.
1: <laughs> um, the holding on to you music video is really good. I would highly recommend you watch that one.
0: Um, I, I will. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's a I feel really good I song. Think on
1: to you is my favorite of their music videos. I can't. really remember. All of that. because most of their other ones are them, except for the ones from Trench they were they felt like they had like a kind of a story to them which was pretty cool but um i don't know and then their other ones off of blurry face are just kind of them singing in a room they're they're good yeah. and they're very pretty but i don't know i i like the ones where there's actually stuff happening
0: more yeah. than the ones that... the one thing i definitely want to mention of why i really like this song holding on to you is because he kind of screams a line holding on to you and then it's just kind of followed by like a la 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 you know thing. yeah <laughs> it's just it works so well because it's like you get bombarded by this screaming and then it's just like happy upbeat stuff and then yeah. you and then you hear the screaming again it's just it works it blends really well yeah. and i really like it so holding on to you both number sevens yeah. tied i wonder if there's gonna be another song that would we'll get tied on i don't know maybe maybe so, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. My number six is Migraine.
0: Ooh. I've got to say that I did not have that on the list. But it actually did come very close to being number 10. So, it might be like a number 11 or 12 for me. Because it was one that I was considering putting on.
1: I Migraine has been one of the songs that I go back to a lot for 21 Pilots. Like, if I'm trying to get someone into 21 Pilots, Migraine is usually the first song that I point to. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure why. I feel like it just blends kind of, I feel like that's kind of just who they are. Like, that just, that just, Migraine just feels like if you want to know what they sound like, Migraine is a good song to listen to. Right.
0: I can definitely see that. I definitely agree with that. It's like one of those songs that's like, okay, this really portrays their style very well. So that's kind of like a good recommendation song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I honestly kind of thought that they would be higher on your list because I know you really like it. So that's kind of surprised me actually. Yeah. So uh, my number six is the opening off of the self-debut Implicit the man for proof
1: that is a really good song
0: i love this song yeah. the The intro to the song is
1: awesome yeah.
0: really draws I, you in
1: when i was setting up because i have just a playlist of 21 pilot song on my spotify um so like i was and i thought i had put them in order as they released but i put them in backwards so like i couldn't listen to them I couldn't listen to their albums uh, from chronological order of release because of the way I had set it up. So, like, I was having, like, fidgeting with just stuff, and I had, like, clicked on the first song and then queued the other albums. So, I played the first song off of 21 Pilots, and then it just started playing the other albums, and I was like, oh, wait, no! That's not what I meant to do! (laughs) So, then I had to, like, Fix it. So I actually listened to that song like three, two or three times. Yeah. And I I didn't get bothered by it. Like I was like, yeah, it's, it's I, really, I really good. This song is so fun.
0: I'm okay. It's just so weird, like hearing that song and then like stressed out right after it. You're just like, wait, wait a minute, what? <laughs> that's not the song that comes after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my number six. Very the song
1: uh my next song is off of 21 pilots uh taxi cab it's number five
0: nice nice pick that was that's honestly a shocking one that's one of those songs it's like we didn't actually mention at all it's still good it's still really good but like i don't know that's a shock off
1: the the end to that song just kind of like the the rap part, it feels more like a poem to me. And I, it's, it's just beautiful. I love yeah. the, end, the ending to that song. It's, it's, a de- it's another, I, I mean, I go back and listen to 21 Pilots quite a bit, but that's one of those songs that I'm just like, man, I, I want to listen, go back and listen to that song just cause it's so good.
0: Yeah. Nice pick, I like that. Number five for me is Neon Gravestones.
1: Ooh, nice! I like.
0: Really love like. the message of it and everything, but oh, just piano to it. That mm-hmm. that piano the reminded ending. me very much of the um, first album, so I really enjoyed that. And that just
1: that song gives me chills every time.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I really love how the chorus is. Kind of goes back to how i was saying there's all those courses of trench kind of reminds me of wild world where it's just like you want to hear more of it it's like okay i want to hear the chorus at least one more time please please and then it just yeah. ends you know
1: yeah that was one of those songs where i was just kind of had it on in the background and i was like laying on my bed, and then i just tuned into it and i was like oh my gosh and i just started like paying attention to the lyrics and it's just like yeah resonated. and i was like i need to hear the song again <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's great mm-hmm. but yeah that's my number five cool.
1: my okay so for me i struggled with three and four mm. um this is what i settled on, but it can change at any point, okay. it might change tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, number four is chlorine.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Good song.
1: I love that song so much. It's so good from start to finish.
0: Yeah. Nice pick. My number four. Ode to Sleep. Cool, Ooh. like that. That's a, great. That's, we, we went into that song. Really, so like, just, just fantastic song. It was, yeah. it was just so good.
1: Yeah. And then my number three that I struggled, that I really really struggled putting, like trying to decide which one I liked better, Neon Gravestones. I really was like, neon gravestones and chlorine, I have a really hard time deciding which one I like better. And sometimes, some days I like chlorine better, and some days I like neon gravestones better. But today, when I was, or, or yesterday, or whenever, like as I was putting this list together, I felt like I liked neon gravestones a little bit better than chlorine.
0: Yeah yeah they, they are those songs are definitely different so it is i could definitely see the struggle of picking between those
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh my number three is the pantaloon
1: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yeah i i just really like the goofiness of it you know like yeah. like we said it just that's the charm of the song And then just the drums, really nice. That's something we didn't really touch on, is the drums.
1: Yeah. They're great. Oh, yeah. The drums are really good. Uh, I forget the name of the the drummer.
0: Josh. Oh, boy.
1: Josh. It's Josh. I know that. I can't remember his last name. Um, he's, He's good. He's a really good drummer. I've seen some videos of him just playing he's really good
0: yeah this was definitely a song that was like really kind of made me listen to the drums mm-hmm. so it, it was great hearing it and i just yeah. really like the song really good the pantaloon number
1: three i will have to say my one and two are also kind of flip-flop Ooh.
0: because
1: at one point My number one was my number one. And at one point, my number two is my number
0: one. So Um, let's do something. Not with number two, but uh, let's try to guess each other's number ones. Okay. So just to have some fun. So what's your number two?
1: My number two is Addict with a Pen.
0: I knew that was going to be, like, up there. That was actually going to be my first pick for number one. So now I'm kind of like second guessing myself well, i'm like hmm. i
1: mean you kind of you kind of got it technically because yeah. at that point it was my number one and sometimes sometimes it is still i'll prefer my number one yeah but it, it just i had a really hard time coming up with this top 10 list because i there are so many 21 pilots songs i love so much that i'm just it was really hard putting it together especially when i got came
0: down to the last four yeah uh my number two is definitely a song that reminded me of kind of like the style of bastille and uh number two for me is my blood
2: Mm.
0: i really enjoyed it the course of this is definitely one of those songs that just gets stuck in my head all the time yeah to the point that it's like I, i i'm hearing it constantly in the back of my head at work and then when i go home i just like i gotta listen to it just one time at least yeah so yeah it's great it's a great song um so
1: i you can you read me your 10 through 2 again so that way i can kind of have an idea
0: cool. and also so the way i
1: can remember already say.
0: <laughs> okay yeah but first you need to read me your 10 through 2. Because you're saying you're number one force, and I want to try to guess it.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, because you know, um, the what we were doing. So, ten,
1: the judge. Nine, stressed out. Eight, car radio. Seven, holding on, holding on to you. Six, migraine. Five, taxi cab. Four, chlorine. Three, neon gravestones. Two, addict with pen. Uh, almost okay. right number one
0: without just think without being used it. So my, okay, obviously we get one guess. So my guess for your number one. Ode to sleep.
1: It is in fact Ode to sleep. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I was about to say heathens as a joke, but I'm like, okay, we've we've all gone past the jokes. Okay, let's, let's just do serious. So, nice. Ode
1: oh, to Sleep's so my number one, but Addicts with a Pen and Ode no to Sleep are flip flop for me. Yeah, they're very... It's understandable.
0: Difficult. Oh but yeah, for I, sure.
1: I mean, there's, I really like kind of slow and emotional songs, like. Even when I was like younger, like I liked slower and emotional songs. And uh, my brother and sister used to kind of like poke fun at me because they're like, "Why do you like the sad songs?" I was like, "I don't know. <laughs>
0: just nice. They just make you cry. They, they make like, you feel something. I like to cry because I'm emo." <sighs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, so yeah, i Oh, just sleep. But sleep is. I was thinking. I was like, it's gotta be off vessel and he already yeah. had like migraine and you know car radio so i'm like mm it's got to be able to sleep i think yeah all right so i'm going to read off my 10 to 10 through 2 and you will get a guess at my number one okay. number 10 jumpsuit 9 attic with a pen 8 bandito 7 holding on to you 6 implicit demand for proof 5 neon gravestones Four, Ode to Sleep. Three, The Pantaloon. And two, My Blood. What is your guess?
1: let say Nico and the Niners.
0: Mm. Kind of close. Off that album, but... Gonna have to disappoint you there. Dang. <clears throat> uh Heathens. No, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> I was like, that's not that album. <laughs> no.
0: No. Okay, so my favorite 21 Pilot song is Chlorine.
1: Chlorine. Okay. Chlorine. Cool. I love but the Chorine City. City was second choice, actually.
0: Yeah. Dang it. That should have been on my top ten list, honestly, because I really like that song. that one was accident, but yeah Chlorine I love I love how the intro
1: I don't know why I didn't think that was going to be on your top 10 list
0: yeah but I mean I love Trench but Chlorine is the one that I just keep coming back to I love the chorus of it love how the intro starts you know it's just kind of like slowly starts and then the intro just and then the um, chorus comes in and it just yeah. fits so well and I love it. Uh, great song. Yeah. My we favorite 21 so pilot song. So yeah. Yeah. That was uh, top 10 21 pilot songs. Yeah. It's always it's always a treat because I, I love doing top 10s and top 5s because it's like you don't know what the other person's is you know yeah i was very i was looking forward to well i knew what your number one was after <laughs> after the fact honestly i was my first pick for your number one before we even started was migraine but i was your number six <laughs> yeah.
1: i i mean looking at it i was like maybe i should put it higher but then i looked at the other ones like, now yeah No, i think six is good for migraine <laughs>
0: yeah so that was that's it yeah, uh that's it. <laughs> talked thanks about for having me distance over time a dream theater yeah. and we talked about 21 pilots discography and gave a top 10 uh yeah thank you for being here uh, you guys good pick for this podcast thank you I'm,
1: gl- I'm glad you enjoyed them i really wasn't entirely sure yeah if you were- like them or hate them. I felt like it was going to be a 50 50.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked your reaction to when I was given that story, and I was just like, and I was glad I did. And you're just like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because
1: I knew that, like, during that time, we, we, and when I say we, I mean mostly Ben, kind of overplayed them for you, at least Blurry Phase. Uh, yeah. So I was kind of, I was kind of, but I do remember, I think it was when I showed you Addict with a pen, you were kind of like, you liked it better, and you were like, I might have to go back and listen to them, and I was like, you definitely should.
0: Yeah, um, and then so at that moment, I never did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured you probably would like their other stuff better than Blurry Face, but I wasn't sure, so, but I'm glad that you really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, me too. It was a treat. Yeah. Uh, so, any closing thoughts?
1: Um, check out my YouTube channel at Film and the Thespian and my Twitch also at Film and the Thespian.
0: Yep. Links will be in the description.
1: Yeah. So... I talk mostly about nerd stuff, and uh, uh, mostly my YouTube channel is going to be centered around. Uh, movies and, and stuff huh? movies and acting and things because I'm trying to be an actor so if you're interested in that stuff that's that's what my channel's about
0: yeah but. so thanks for being on this episode of the Metal Gladiator podcast thank you thanks all for, for listening and ending it now thanks go
2: subscribe
0: <laughs> go subscribe. subscribe to both of us now thanks